0: It's the Dawgcast, episode number 405, this is the Tax Slayer pregame show, Georgia versus Penn State, James Franklin comes home to the SEC to cause trouble once again. It's the Dogcast episode number four hundred and five, the Penn State the Tax Slayer pregame show. Old dog, do you. Do they even mention
1: that it's the Gator Bowl? I mean, is it the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl? No. Or is it just the the Tax Slayer? Nobody gator says bowl Gator Bowl. Brought, brought to you, brought to you by uh, by Earnhardt Jr.
0: No, it, yeah, brought to you by Earnhardt Jr. It is the Tax Slayer Bowl. They never say Gator. Wow. I tell you, I, I'm a little rusty, old dog. My keyboard, a little, a little rusty. I, man, I'm having a hard time. I, you know, it's been a long time since I we thought, were game I day ready. Maybe, I thought maybe your keyboard had jumped up and gone to Miami. I know. <laughs> my, my keyboard has left and gone to Miami. That's my right. mouse has gone to Columbia, and I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. Word has it that maybe. One of my monitors, I have two monitors. One of the monitors might be going to LSU. Not sure. But I, I tell you, we're in trouble here in the bunker. So we got to shake off. We got to shake off the rust. We got to get game day ready, much like the Bulldogs, old dog. We have, dog fans, I know you don't want to hear us talk about Coach Rick anymore. And I promise you this we're going to talk about Mart Rick for about three minutes. And then we are never going to talk about Mark Rick ever again because he has nothing to do with Georgia. He is gone. That is over. Whether you love him or hate him, whether you sleep in Mark Rick pajamas like my wife does or not, dude, it's over. However, we do have a couple of points to bring up. Old Dog, fire away with your Mark well, Rick content. Well,
1: my, here's, here's, my, here's my favorite point, too. All the, all of our listeners that were more Rick fans than Georgia Bulldog fans. I do find it kind of ironic that after the mutual decision that Mark Rick would leave the program, the one thing that he clung to was that he was going to coach the boys, his boys in the bowl game. And if McGarity had not asked him to, he was going to ask if he could. Yeah. And within forty eight hours he was out of Athens, he was gone, never to be seen again except at the senior banquet.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh you know, it's just again, you either do the right thing or you don't. And talk about doing the right thing. Let's give a little kudos to our new head coach, who did own up to his responsibilities. Said it just wouldn't be right for me to leave Alabama where they're still playing for championships, something we have not done in a long time. Yes. And, you know, he is, he's working two jobs, sleeping six hours a night, and he is doing the right thing. Uh, you know, where the saintly coach Rick couldn't, couldn't get to Miami and throw up the U sign quick enough. Yeah. So. I'm going to end it on two little things. As we have often said about guys that leave the program, we appreciate what you did for us. Thanks a lot. Don't Boom. let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. Boom. And and, now- and again, along with bashing Coach Rick, something else that I will never say again, but Coach Rick did not finish the
0: drill. <laughs> right. For a guy who's like, I think he has finished the drill tattooed across his shoulder blades, did not finish the drill. Much like our enemy and nemesis, arch enemy, Steve Spurrier, also did not <laughs> finish the drill. I, I, I never would have thought that uh, Mark Rick and Steve Spurrier would have something in common like that. Um. I know that people are going to hate that, that I even said that. Anyway, so here's my little bit of Mark Rick trivia or it's actually a question for you old dog. Now that he's down in Florida or Miami, sorry. You um you know that he said he's going to call plays and he has hired an exclusive special teams coach. Here's my question. Did he do that specifically to spite you individually. Is that the only reason he did it, or is there more to it? I oh, think it might have been just to spite you personally. There,
1: there is no doubt about it. And the other thing I tell you, I want everybody to watch Miami games because the other thing is there will probably be ninety percent of their kickoffs will sail out of the end zone.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Into the empty, empty stands. I saw a thing today. You know, he's averaged over ninety six thousand, or I can't remember that. It's way up there. I can't remember if it was what the average was ninety two or ninety six. But um, he we finished eighth in the country this year. In a year where the results, the on field results were enough to get Mark Richt fired, we finished eighth in the country in fan support, butts in seats, Miami finished 8th in the ACC with a paltry 46,000 average attendance. Um Well, I mean you're taking,
1: you know, I don't you're taking your life into your own hands just going to the game.
0: Right, of course. I, I mean, mean, the stadium's down
1: Beach. in the project, so I mean you got a damn you, you know, you got to shoot your way into the state You got to have a tail, tail gunner.
0: Out. You got to have a tail gunner to get out of there and heaven forbid, I mean you I mean either way, tail gunner required. Yeah. Okay, so let's go on. Let's get back to Athens. Let's talk about what matters because we're let's done. Get,
1: and let's get moving forward.
0: We're done. We're done with Mark Rick. Not talking about that anymore.
1: That's it, It's done. It's Let, gone. Let's talk it's about over.
0: coaches. Coaches leaving. Coaches staying. Um, John Lilly going to run the offense from the press box for the second bowl game in a yep. row. Um. How you feeling? In a, in a
1: in a much more prestigious bowl.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess. Oh yeah. This I guess this is better than the belt bowl. I don't know. Um, you got Lily in the box. You got Brian McClendon, Coach B Yeah. The first ever black head coach for the University of Georgia. Interim or not, man, it's still pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. First ever black head coach. And he can't wait to leave. You know, I'm, I'm actually kind of butthurt over the Brian McClendon thing. i got to tell you. I like Coach McClendon. I liked his dad. and But I'm a little butthurt that in the same week, he and his dad, the great Willie McClendon, came out with an article where they talked about how they were just born and raised in Georgia, Georgia bred, Georgia born, Georgia to the day they die. In that same week, That son of a bitch goes to Muschamp over in Columbia. I'm a little unhappy about that, i got to tell you.
1: Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, it's just like anything else. These guys are professionals. I know. And and bullshit walks and money talks.
0: I know, I know. And all that that loyalty crap goes right out the freaking window when somebody writes a big check. But, man, it's still a little bitter pill to swallow.
1: And you know, I mean, and I who knows if there was a place for him on the staff or not?
0: I know. Uh, that's you know,
1: great. We point. don't know. And for everybody that's bemoaning the loss of of BMac and Davis and all that, like you know, what in the world are we going to do? You know, all these great recruiting people and everything, you know, have gone. You know, Kirby Smart knows what he's doing because Alabama's been out recruiting our ass for a long time. Yeah. I, I don't, just, up I don't disagree field. with that. Or I, maybe they're not out recruiting because I, I think they're usually ranked ahead of us. Actually, I think they're pretty much have been ranked ahead of everybody. Here's, but yeah. there's a different philosophy in who we're going to recruit. And I love to hear that we are finally going to start recruiting size on our offensive line. And we got a man who coaches, the who had coached, the biggest offensive line in all of football down at Arkansas.
0: I know and he's your kind from, of guy, isn't he?
1: Absolutely, and from all from all reports, he is the the greatest offensive line coach working today.
0: Yeah, that is what people say. People think are really impressed with this guy, Sam Pittman. And uh, you know, you and all I mean, you need and, to do is look a, at what
1: a good what a good name for a line coach, Pittman. Yeah, you know you're down there in the pit and you're a man.
0: That's what. You <laughs> hey, do. all you need to do is look at how butt hurt Brett Belima was when he left Arkansas. Oh yeah. my God, I thought he was going to freaking just cry right at the podium. he, well, he was and, not and, and happy.
1: The offensive, the offensive line went to his house and begged him to stay. So, you know, I mean, I, I think I think we've got some good hires. I think there probably be going to be some real good hires coming after. I I think we're going to see some of the Alabama coaches coming over too, and I just I think that's probably the holdup with the defensive coordinator and everything else.
0: I think you made a good point too. uh, Something I wanted to uh, reiterate about the guys that are leaving and people that are upset. You know, whether it's Pruitt or or Thomas Brown or whoever, um, you know, you the uh, you couldn't. You have to assume that if these guys are leaving, it's because they were not retained. I mean, some of these guys found better offers. There's no doubt yeah. about it. But I mean, I'm Tom, thinking Thomas if Kirby's Brown. in there saying, "Oh yeah. man, we really want to keep you," it is it is imperative that we keep you on the staff. I'm thinking some of these guys stay if they hear that, but I don't think they heard that.
1: No, no, I don't either. And you know, again, and who was the who was the guy? I've. This tells you how important this stuff is. But who was the guy that, that Rick kept that was the defensive line coach that was, you know, the greatest recruiter and if we lost him, uh, you know, we'd never feel be able to field the team again and he <laughs> defected and went down to Auburn. You know, how'd that work out?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, I remember that. And how's 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 Auburn's defense doing these days? <laughs> I yeah. mean God almighty, Rodney Garner just must be killing it down there, right? Yeah, and of course, know, just, now and now Mustchamp is gone and Garner still just doing what Garner does, uh but not moving up. I mean, so yeah. I, I've heard all that before, man. I'm I'm ready for on-field product. How about you, buddy? Ab- absolutely. We're you keeping know. Mark Hawk We're keeping Kevin Scherer. We're keeping Tracy Rotman. We got this guy Chaney Pittman coming in. You know, people are talking about Chaney. I've seen some people talking down on Chaney. I told, I've been telling everybody there's only two numbers you need to know about Jim Chaney. And that is the last time he went up against Kirby Smart's defense, he rushed for over, his team rushed for over 350 yards. The last time he went up against Georgia, that was the Alec Ogletree 2012 defense with, I think, what, we had nine NFL players on that defense or something, and they put up 485 yards, I think, 44 points. I'm okay with Cheney's offense. I also like his flexibility. The dude knows a little spread, and he knows a little pro style. He can do it all, and uh, I'm okay with Cheney and Pittman. I think they're going to be okay.
1: Oh, yeah, and, I mean, I think, you know, we've got to have, We've got to have faith that we've made the right decision, uh, you know, to move yeah. on. Well, and, and again, if it doesn't work out, it ain't going to be 15 years before we get
0: somebody new in. You got that right. And don't forget, this time last year, we were telling you all the reasons why Schottenheimer was going to be a great offensive coordinator. So let's move on. How about Chubb? Nick Chubb out of the boot. Walking yeah. around with no crutches, no boot, in Jacksonville, in Jacksonville, just working out. Just freaking working out. Man, I heart Nick Chubb.
1: You gotta you gotta love you gotta love the dedication there. And and Lord knows we need him.
0: So let's talk about the game, old dog. Big game. Penn State and James Franklin in the tax slayer bowl on January second.
1: A, a prestigious a prestigious january Florida bowl,
0: yes, absolutely, of course it is it's freaking tax slayer, man, I mean, come on, yeah, so um i I know i really i feel like, and I'm pretty sure that I'm right, that no one the players the i mean it's like there's so little interest in this game. I I don't even know how to characterize it, but there is just no heat uh, it's, it's around I this don't, game. the
1: I don't. It was the I don't care bowl.
0: It really is. I mean, hell, I, we,
1: I mean, I I heard though, for halftime, just to help sell tickets, that Todd Grantham is going to come down, and he and Franklin are going to fight at the fifty-yard line during halftime.
0: Man, that would be sweet. I, I would pay for tickets to see that. Uh, That would be awesome. Uh You know, James Franklin knows Georgia, knows the SEC, and I think he's a pretty good motivator. I think he's going to have Penn State relatively ready. The question is, if Penn State is ready and playing their best, will that be good enough? Um, well, I
1: mean, didn't they get rid of their offensive coordinator? They, even, they fired their know,
0: offensive coordinator right after the last game because he was terrible, even worse than Schottenheimer, if you can believe that.
1: You know, I mean, it's just, like I say, it, it, this is proof that there are too many bowl games.
0: Yeah, I mean, Penn State, they're missing some coaches. They don't have an offensive coordinator. And their offense was terrible when they did have an offensive coordinator. And, you know, we're missing, hell, I don't even know if we're going to field a full staff, you know?
1: Well, we're we're not. I mean, you know, we've got like three or four graduate assistants.
0: Yeah, so we're not know, even coach. fielding a full staff. Um But, here's the deal. We've got some players that are playing for draft position. You can bet your ass that Leonard Floyd, I think Leonard Floyd and Jenkins, they're going to play their butts off. Lorenzo Carter, Malcolm Mitchell, he's going to play his butt off, I think. I really think those guys are going to play hard. I think they've got something to prove and a reason to play.
1: The bad thing for Malcolm Mitchell, though, is he's got nobody worth the damn
0: throwing in the ball. Well, of course, of course. But I still, I think the defense is going to be motivated. And here's the deal <laughs> Penn State's offense is pretty terrible. Here's, let me, let me throw a stat at you here, old dog. What do you think the percentage of plays every time Christian Hackenberg, he's the quarterback for Penn State, every time he drops back, what do you think the percentage is he gets sacked? Season long sack percentage per drop back. How did you – oh, my God. What a great guess. That's exactly right. What do you mean guess? You don't think I don't do homework to do this show? (laughs) You don't think I'm prepared it it seems sometimes maybe you don't do homework. I've seen you prepare. You you write shit down on a Dorito bag, right? I mean, you've got a couple squares of toilet paper, a Dorito bag, and you're writing with an old carpenter's pencil. So sometimes it seems like maybe you don't prepare. I, I don't know. Call me crazy.
1: But then, boom, there it is.
0: Boom. There's the stat. 10% sack rate of every 10, every, every 10 dropbacks, he gets sacked once. This game has absolutely no impact whatsoever on Georgia's future. These practices don't hardly mean anything. These coaches aren't going to be here. Um, no,
1: they don't. They don't mean squat. And I tell you, they need to go out. I mean, when when I was a little kid, when you were a little kid, they need to go out and have fun and play like this is a backyard football game. Not a Pee Wee League game, not anything. Just where you got the guys in the neighborhood together, maybe the guys on your block went over and played touch or flag football against the guys on the other block, just had some fun. Because that's all this needs to be.
0: Listen, do you think you, – you've got to know, though, guys like Cheney and Pittman – those guys are going to be watching this game, right? Oh, do you sure. think there's something to the fact that these guys have um, a reason to play in that they're trying to impress this new staff that's coming in? The guys that are staying, they got a reason to play.
1: Oh, they do. They do. Again, it's just you know, how good a game plan are we going to have? Coach and staff, all that. I mean, our head coach is going to be there. Yeah. He's coming in. He's coming in after playing in a semifinal game.
0: Damn skippy. Win or lose. Damn skippy. You know. skippy.
1: So, so, yeah, I mean, they're going to be watching. They're going to be evaluating. And, yeah, I mean, I think the guys that put 100% effort in it obviously are going to impress more than guys that are just half-assing it. I but, think um, that
0: um... – Well, so yeah, so keys to victory. Here's what you need to know: Penn State has maybe the worst offensive line in all of college football, and they've really struggled against defenses that are active and athletic, um, and that can move around and twist and stunt. So I believe you got Floyd Carter and Jenkins right, just doing their thing. You got Jake Gaines in the middle doing his thing. Um, David Bellamy. I think we're going to be really attacking the line of scrimmage. We're going to press at the line of scrimmage, and I think we're going to be successful against Penn State's offense. Um, Our offense, however, I don't know, because our offense, as you know, not that great, not all the weapons, not all the pieces we need, and Penn State's defense is not bad. They're not terrible. They're decent. They're at least pretty good.
1: Well, and I'm going to throw something else out there, too. If, don't be surprised if we don't see a whole lot of Bryce Ramsey, and I'm not talking about him punting.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean,
1: cause if you will remember the last time that we had John Lilly running the offense, we beat down the 10th ranked defense in the country, which was Louisville, and we had Bryce Ramsey as our quarterback.
0: Yeah. I hear
1: you. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what what the deal was i don't know if there was a fallout with him and schottenheimer and all that stuff but i mean as we have often alluded to bryce ramsey is not the brightest bulb (laughs) that's out there right but he he has a better skill set than jason lambert does or grayson lambert or whatever (laughs) his team is
0: that kid.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. You no, know, the the second string quarterback from Virginia.
0: All right, man. That sounds great. Um well we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens. It that's and that's gonna I be the, the game I, is gonna hinge on the fact of whether or not Georgia can move the ball on a top a relatively top twenty defense.
1: Yeah. And the other thing is too, if you're feeling froggy, uh, you know, New Year's Day or if you're close enough. Well, I guess it's like a what? Eight AM kickoff down there?
0: Yeah, something what are you talking about?
1: The tax layer bowl kicks off at eight in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that, I guess, yeah. If you're, if you're under, on if I, you're in yeah, if you're in California.
1: Basically I understand if you show up they're gonna let you in.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just go to the game, right?
1: Yeah, just just show up, say, I wanna see, I wanna see a football game, they'll say come on in, don't worry about
0: it. Roger that, brother. Yeah, I tell you what, it's gonna be interesting, man. It's really gonna be interesting. Do you have a score prediction? I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything.
1: Georgia thirty one, Penn State twenty four. Thirty one twenty four? I like it.
0: I don't think it's going to be nearly that high scoring of a affair. I'm going something more like 1710 or maybe 1713 Georgia. You got to remember when Lilly beat down Louisville last year, he was driving a much faster car than he has right now. He's driving a damn uh, Brian Schottenheimer Jalopy.
1: Well, I mean, I I still think we can, and I'm I'm predicting a big game from AJ Thurman. <laughs> Are you really? You think you're I mean, he is because I tell you what, he is going to be the most well-rested player on the
0: field. <laughs> Man, I was sad to see Quavon Hicks hurt. I was, yep. I was sad to see that. That's terrible.
1: Well, we knew we knew things were going down when they outlawed his face mask.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: You know, he just he hadn't been the same.
0: Guys, we got a big game coming up. Big, well, no, oh, it's not. we don't. Sorry, it's habit. We don't. We don't. We don't have it's the last game, game for this season, guys. But the, big, the,
1: the next big game we've got coming up is the G-Day game. Because <laughs> that's when quarterback Jesus takes defeat. That's
0: when quarterback legends are made, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Quarterback Jesus. Oh, man, I tell you what, guys, I'm looking forward to 2016. I, 2015 can't get over fast enough. I hope Georgia wins. I want to win the game. I'm excited about watching the game. And uh I'm really excited about the fans, the listeners. Thank you guys again for another great season. Thank you for supporting our friends at vSporto and Dog Sports Radio. Remember, if you're looking for a great app to listen to the dog cast, try Dog Sports Radio. It's a great app. It has a lot of other content. Um, actually, maybe it's not such a great app. I know Bernie told me it's not such a great app. I don't, but I, I want you to use it anyway. Even if it sucks, I still want you to use it. Or at least
1: say you're using
0: it. Yeah, download it, open it, do something with it, right? Click on all the ads in it or whatever it is got going on there. Use that app, damn it. Um, Now, two
1: quick other things: Are you going to be running any kind of special on Tax Slayer Bowl Cups?
0: No, no, we are. We are. (laughs) I'm telling you, for the first time in a long time, because our listeners are so awesome, we have completely, we are completely depleted. I mean, it feels like we're turning a page here at the Dogcast, and we're turning a page. In Georgia football, right? I don't have any shirts. I don't have any cups. I don't have any koozies. I had to. I'll, we just have to. I'll tell you we've something funny. We got to funny. start
1: from scratch, just like the coaches
0: Let me tell you something. I didn't even tell him this. I sent this guy an email today. Our our pool winner for the year. I had to send out pool winner cups. So I sent out several cups, and I sent out a bunch of stuff to all the pool winners. But the guy who won for the season overall, our buddy Lost Dog in Arkansas, I just didn't have anything to send him. And I don't want to send him something lame. I actually went and pulled stuff out of my own cabinet. So I I I probably shouldn't tell him this. They were, I mean, they're not any more used than any other cups that anybody else got, right? But I got him some special cups. These are actually, these are bunker used Show cups. Yeah, these are show cups, man. These are bunker used, kind of like a game day jersey. These are game day cups, man. Real game day cups. They've seen, they're battle hardened. They've seen action in the field. So we are completely out of swag, out of product. We're going to restock and be back better than ever.
1: We're starting new again and throw out one more thing before we go, which really has nothing to do with Georgia football at all. But for those of you that thought we had the moral integrity over everybody else, take your hat off to Dabo Sweeney over at Clemson. Yeah. To three boys home. Absolutely. Whether you, whether, whether you agree that smoking a little pot, need, you need to sit out a game or not. I mean, there's a, there's another man that it, it adheres to his convictions.
0: No doubt. And a couple, two of the I, three – like, are done unlike with college football.
1: Your, right, unlike the old ball coach who would have waited and suspended them against a Charleston Southern game. <laughs> I didn't open that email. In the middle of next year. Yeah. Uh, he would have. He would have
0: I mean, strategically failed to open that email. You know, I didn't even hear about that drug test result.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. You know, I, I'm too busy. You know, being a wise ass and having everybody laugh at me and thinking I'm great. But anyway, hats off to Dabo Swinney, and I hope Clemson whips. Big game Bob Stoops' his ass.
0: <laughs> dog fans, thanks for listening. Hey, and with this with this whole idea of renewal, I, I'm putting the call out there. If any of you guys and I've you guys have sent us stuff over the years, I think, old dog, we need a fresh logo. A fresh piece of artwork, you know? Um something square. You know, we've got bulldogs, bulldogs running the football, bulldogs talking into mics. We've got about three or four different logos that we've used over the years, I think it's time for a fresh piece of artwork. Yeah. I'm soliciting offers for a fresh piece of artwork. If your is the piece of artwork we choose, I will send you something awesome. Something that so, I don't even don't have even, yet.
1: <laughs> exactly. We don't even know what it, what it could be.
0: Hey, I tell you what, I do have something cool. Um, from the same guy who I worked with on the uh, – I tell you this. I have something cool. I promise you. If you submit, I'll send you something that is really, really cool. Are, are you
1: talking? Are you talking a piece of art for another piece of art?
0: I am. I am. Wow. I have a, a giant photo, an eleven by sixteen color photo of Aaron Murray. It, it is it, that, it is that is fantastic.
1: Is that feet or inches?
0: Inches. Okay. It's it's. But I'll tell you, if you guys like Aaron Murray, I have a made from the sidelines by a friend of mine in the press corps. I had a, several of them printed because it's just such a great damn picture. I've got one framed in my office. I'll send the winning piece of artwork a copy of that photo, an actual copy of that photo. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It's a photo like you've never seen before. Um, so anyway, I'm soliciting new artwork. Winning piece of artwork gets the coolest Aaron Murray photograph you've oh, ever seen.
1: One one thing. May Russ rest in peace.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we're doing all kinds of house cleaning stuff here, right? Yeah. Russ uh, – yeah, rest in obviously,
1: peace. Obviously, he came down on the side of the Rick people and just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, he just he did not slide and, into Russ, retirement and, well. And, and,
1: and Russ, Russ did the ultimate. You know, I mean, a lot of folks threatened they'd never go again. <laughs> Russ said, that's it, baby. I, I'm checking. I would just I, see. If, 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 if Rick ain't coaching, I'm checking <laughs> <his>
0: out. <laughs> I would damn die before I go to another Georgia football game. So there, there you, you go. Know. I mean, he he made it count. Guys, thanks for listening. Call us at seven oh six three six three zero two one zero. We will do a something like a post game bowl that, show get,
1: get up, get up extra early Sunday the third. get up early in the morning, scramble you some eggs fry you some bacon don't don't not turkey bacon I mean real bacon and uh we'll do a show,
0: yeah. And we'll do a reverse recruiting show. We've got signing day coming up. Everybody's going to bear down on recruiting as soon as these bowls are over. And uh, we'll get ready for 2016, kids. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate the support. Thanks to our friends at V-Sporto and Dog Sports Radio. Go and,
1: if you really, oh. and if you've really oh. got nothing to do yeah, and just want to be a total football geek, and get yourself all revved up over stuff that really doesn't matter. Go to the Atlanta Journal Constitution's website and just pour over all of the articles about what a bunch of 17 and 18 year olds think about the coaching changes. <laughs> like that really, you know, makes, makes any difference in the scheme of things. Go dogs. Dogcast, this is the
2: Preacher Man coming to you from the Vidalia Onion City. Season ticket holder down here where the onions grow. Long time listener, first time caller. Love the show, guys. Got several of my friends in North Georgia hooked on the show as well. We all love it. We love to hear you rant and rave about the dogs. Just a quick little comment that I thought was interesting. The other day, I came out of a meeting, and a friend of mine who is a diehard Bama fan was there with his wife and a couple of his older daughters. And uh, so he asked me, he says, what do you think about Mark Rick getting fired? And I've been ranting and raving about this for several years now. And I said, it's the best thing ever happened to the Bulldogs. I'm shouting the victory. And he starts laughing, and I look around, and his wife and his two daughters, their jaws have hit the floor. And they nearby near about bursting in tears because they like me. And uh, I said, what's wrong? They said, we can't believe that. We cried when Mark Rick got fired. They're they're like your wife. Literally, they said we cried when Mark Rick got fired. And listen here, it was amazing to me the more I talked to these people. It's like I, I knew these kind of people existed, you know, Mark Rick fans, not Georgia fans. But I only read about them on message boards. I never actually met one for the first time. It's like knowing Al Qaeda exists. I've never actually met one, but I know they really exist. I couldn't believe people were this dumb. Uh, I told him, I said, let me just ask you this. And I got nothing against Mark Rick, great Christian man. I think he's a wonderful person, he's got a good pearl bottle. But I asked him, I said, if Mark Rick was as big of a godless pagan as Nick Saban is, Would you still want him to be our coach after season after season of eight and nine wins, underperforming with all the talent that we've got? And they looked at each other and said, no. I said, see, that proves my point. We're not voting in. We're not pulling in a pastor. We're pulling in a football coach. Well, dogcast, I'm just excited about what's coming up. Can't wait to hear the upcoming season with Kirby Smart at the helm and hear you guys rat and raise some more about the dogs. Let's hope we've got plenty to cheer about in 2016. Like all good dog fans say, there's always next year.
3: Straight in still beach. If this is the third message you're hearing. Then hopefully this I don't know. Clarify some things. If this is only the second thing you're hearing, then your blood pressure is probably a little bit lower. And uh Derek and old dog has said, we ain't playing in that crazy shit that he just uh, left on the message. Where I'm going is, guys, some of the things I say in jest, some of the things I'm saying, serious. Obviously, Luther Campbell, Mesa Horney, that's all in jest. When at all costs, I don't think anybody n- meant that. I mean, like, none of us want that. We, we, we take pride in our program, and the Georgia way is a Georgia way, and I think there will be a Georgia way with Kirby here. And what I'm saying now is serious is we're all thankful for Rick. Yes, he turned a program around that was just – I was there. You know, I was in college before Rick, and it was not fun. Ironically, I used to rent videos to Kirby Smart, kangaroo Video. shout out. I know it's not in business anymore. Kirby wants to win. Look at everything he's doing from, the like, the minute he's known he's going to be the coach. And I honestly think – He's known he's going to be the coach like the last five years. If I'm not mistaken, Saban told him a long time ago, years ago, don't take the D.C. job. Wait five years. The head coach job will be yours. Saban knew what was going on. He knew there's people and there's power brokers there that were only going to put up with losing to the Floridas, losing to the and missing out or having to back into an SEC championship game when it happened. They're just not going to wait. So thank you to Rick. Thank you. We wish you the best in Miami. I I do hope that he helps young men there um, to be better. We need this country more. We need better men in this country, especially right now. But, damn it, Kirby is our coach, and I think the man is going to kick a lot of ass. And from all signs that we're seeing, from recruiting to the way he's going about, he's not bending the pressure on OCs. He's not letting a, a recruit dictate his hires. Um, I just think from a recruiting standpoint, all standpoints, I think, I think we're going to be very, very happy. Um, I just do. I think he's better than me. I can't think of a head coach out there right now. David Shaw ain't leaving California, folks. I love it when I see it on the board. A guy that was born in San Diego, went to Stanford, and y'all talking about he's going to, like, come coach in the South. Mm, If Charlie Strong, I'm going to break it to you. If Charlie Strong, like, that didn't go the way it was supposed to go, I mean, like, come on, seriously. So, anyway, love all y'all. Kirby's going to kick some ass. Go Dogs.